0: Hello, everyone. We have Sarah Flew on the episode today. I'm so excited to get to know a little bit more about her. We actually have a connection here in Minnesota, um, but we don't personally know each other. So, Sarah, I'm just going to throw it at you. Start wherever you like, and we can all get to know you.
1: Awesome. Um, thanks for asking me to, like, come hang out and talk with you for a little bit today, because this oh, is yeah. something that I have. I'm very passionate about it. Being talked about more often, and not just like, "Oh, don't talk about that stuff." Um, yeah, it's super private. Don't talk about it. And it is private, but it's also, you know, scary, and no, no one knows what Real. to do when it happens. Real, yes. yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so I, um, I guess um, my husband and I have been married for tw- almost twelve years, which is like a long time, I guess. Um, and we had always, like, said that we would wait a while before trying because we just wanted to, like, be married and enjoy, like, hanging out and getting to know each other. Um, and we didn't, like, really start talking about trying until about five years in, maybe even longer. I can't really remember. Um, and we didn't, like, really just say, okay, we're, we're ready for this until about 10 years married. Um, also at the same time, trying to buy a house, which is like, okay, that's a lot. A, that's a good plan. <laughs> that's not stressful at Let's all. Let's just throw that? this
0: all on us <laughs> right? at
1: once. I know. You know, I think we're ready to move. And, um, also I think we're ready to have a baby. Like, I don't, I guess we matured like a lot at one time. <laughs> and, uh, so we, um, started looking for a house simultaneously trying and, We found a house and then there was like this massive, this was two years ago, massive, massive hailstorm in the city where I live and like damage everywhere as we were selling our house and buying a house. And so this caused major delays in us actually moving into the house that we're in now. Um, Still trying through all of this. Um, Like this is going to be a miracle if we even (laughs) like the amount of stress. And I'm also considered geriatric in the pregnancy medical world, um, so, which is, like, super flattering, and, um, so, we, um, got pregnant, we found out we were pregnant, like, two, two weeks before we moved into our house, and, um, with our first pregnancy, and that was super exciting, because right before my birthday, right before I was going to go back to work, because I work in a school, and, um, Then, you know, moving, everyone was super careful, everybody was super, Sarah, don't lift anything, Sarah, don't do anything, just sit there, and everyone's like, you know, child hands, whatever, trying to be all careful around me, and um, then I went back to work in September, and at about seven weeks, four days, (laughs) about, that sounds really exact, actually, seven days, um, I had a little bit of spotting. And I was like, well, I know that happens. So I mentioned it at my eight-week appointment, um, which was the following week. And the doctor said, you know, just because of your age, we might as well do an ultrasound because that's, you know, spotting can happen. It's normal. But let's also just check. So I went in at nine weeks for an ultrasound, and um, I I felt like I was – kind of in the episode of friends where ross and rachel get an ultrasound and i'm like i don't know what i'm looking at like i have no idea what's happening here and um the tech just was like okay uh-huh. like not saying much just like doing the ultrasound and then she's like she did a measurement which i was able to kind of catch what the measurement said and it said seven weeks and i'm like well that's weird because i'm nine weeks so that's not normal. Um, and then she just kept saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, why? Are you, <laughs> why? Like, why are you so sorry? And then it kind of occurred that like, something's not right. There's nothing going on. And she said, there's no heartbeat. I'm so sorry. And we're like, oh, okay, because you know, it's unsettling because they don't just come out right, come right out and say it. Like, you no longer have a child. Like they just say, there's no heartbeat. I'm so sorry. But then you're like, is it because you can't find it? Or yeah. It, it what do you mean? Like you do you not see it, or is it not there? Or I mean it's so tiny, maybe you just can't find it. Cause you know, they didn't go to school for years and years to figure this out. So I'm doubting their education and their knowledge. And um so we got told that we needed to have a consult with an OB. And I said, okay, I said, well, there might be someone here right now. On, the, the one that's on call might be available to meet with you right now. Otherwise, we're going to have to have you come back. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, can we just do this right now? Like, can we not prolong this? And um, so our doctor came in. She, she was available. The on-call doctor was available. She came into the room and <laughs> like right away, she walks in and says, okay, two things you this is not because of your age number one because I'm sure any woman 35 or older is afraid that this is happening because they're old and number two you didn't do anything wrong quite frankly you could go skydive skydiving while snorting cocaine and I would tell you to stop because that's dumb but that's not why this happened and I'm like okay well she's gonna be my doctor from now on forever (laughs) because like what a way to like just kind of like break the tension. Yeah, that's of, a
0: great entrance. I'm like,
1: thank you. Um, and then she kind of like went over the results a little bit more. I don't remember all of what she said as you know, it's kind of a blur at that point. Cause you're like, what is happening? Um, and she said, well, we have some options. You can either just wait for it to happen naturally, which again, the baby stopped growing at seven weeks and it hadn't happened in two weeks by itself. So I had a sense it probably wasn't going to happen by itself and wasn't going to quote naturally miscarriage miscarry. And um so she said the other options would be a DNC or take this pill, which is actually just a suppository, um, to like start the whole process. And uh I said, well, it's Tuesday. So um we have no plans this coming weekend and i and I even said to her I'm like this sounds ridiculous like i'm planning this out this sounds crazy like oh i have no plans it's convenient for you to do this now and she's like no 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 like you might want to think about doing this if you can plan it when you have time to just sit around and do nothing because it's terrible and um so i said well it's tuesday if nothing happens by friday then i'll go get the prescription and you know take the pill and um then we'll just let it happen. Um, so all week, every day I went back to work the next day, which my coworkers were like, why are you here? Why, why are you? I'm like, I don't know. I just, I'm in so much shock that I like can't even process anything. I just need to be busy right now. I need to just get to the weekend cause I'm already going to take time off to ha- have this happen. And I just, I just need to be here and be doing something that feels normal for a little bit. And, uh, Um, so nothing happened all week, even though I thought that it was going to happen at one point and nothing happened. So I, um, Friday afternoon, went to the doc, went to the pharmacy, got the prescription. Um, I don't even remember what it's called anymore, but it basically like forces a miscarriage or spontaneous abortion is what they call it on those nice forms. Um, and, uh, and, and a prescription for oxycodone. And I was like, okay. Well, that's oh, they prescribed it. you both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, and she's you're like, like, oh, this is going to be
1: a like, wild ride.
0: I was like, take ibuprofen. It's fine.
1: Like, because I mean, I have no idea. I've never had a child before. I have no idea. And um, so Friday night, she's like, she said, the doctor told me, take it before you go to bed because it can take a while. <laughs> and I went to bed at like nine and I wake up at like three in the morning. And I just feel like terrible. I don't know what it is. Like, I feel terrible. I need to go to the bathroom. So I went back and forth to the bathroom um, and thought that like, that would help me feel better. And I didn't realize that like, I was actually having contractions. Like I didn't realize that because I'm like, I don't know what this is supposed to feel like. It feels like gas. I don't know what's going on. And um, I took ibuprofen and, you know, (laughs) haha. And um, that didn't do anything. And, um, a couple, a couple times back and forth to the bathroom, like it kind of like just hit my body all at once. And I went into some kind of like shock and passed out on the floor in the bathroom, which woke my husband up and he's like, okay, where's the oxy? <laughs> like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. He's like, yeah, you're on the floor cause you're in so much pain. So where's the oxy? You're going to take drugs right now because clearly this is terrible. Um, so." um, he took care of me, got me back into bed. And I just remember laying there being like, Oh, this is much more tolerable now. Thank you for making me take that. Um, and then it was just over the weekend and, um, missed a day of work cause all the assault still so much bleeding. Um, but it was, I mean, I was on, I did take the pain pills all weekend cause you know, that's, it's, it's terrible. I mean, your body, you're just, you're having contractions for like four days straight. You're not like, it's all like you're in labor and it stops every two yeah. minutes. Like it, it continues on f- the whole time that it's happening. Um, and I didn't like, I, and then I just didn't really deal with it until, mm, it probably didn't hit me till about two weeks later, like randomly, I just like had a complete meltdown. Um, but you know, your body is just in so much shock and I, and like as, as sad as you are, it's like, you don't even know how to process it because you're physically going through such torment that you don't really think about psychologically dealing with it or emotionally dealing with it. You just want to get the physical grossness, the physical feeling, the physical pain out of the, you want it done. And then you kind of feel like, okay, well that was terrible. and then. And it all this hits you all at once, like a ton of bricks, like when you least expect it all the time. Not, well, not all the time, but randomly when you mm-hmm. don't expect it to happen. And that's, and then we, uh, I think I wanted to start trying right, right away because I wanted to just move on. I wanted to be able to move on. And my husband's like, let's make sure that you're not, trying to replace the baby, not replace the baby, but like, just forget and just move on, like deal with it. You have yeah. to deal with it or else you're not going to be okay if you get pregnant again. Um, and it, it, it took a couple of months, I think before I was like, okay, I'm still really sad about this, but I feel like I'm in a better place emotionally where I can start trying, trying and and see if we can make this happen again or not um and so then it took about a year and a half off and on because like sometimes i'd be out of town for work and when i'm ovulating and it's like well that's literally impossible um or Um, over the summer we were putting a patio in and we wanted to kill each other and I was ovulating (laughs) no not (laughs) happening this this month is out sorry (laughs) like I really want this but I also want to stab you in the eyeball so we're not doing this um and it was mutual so it wasn't just (laughs)
0: um,
1: nothing like a house project to make you love each other more um and like, I mean, it was, it was frustrating for sure. Cause it was like, it literally took us one time the first time. Like it was the first time we were like, we weren't not, we weren't like not trying. We were just like, ah, oh, if it happens, it happens. And then like, I think only one month before the first time we were like, okay, I'm actually ovulating. Let's go for it. And then I got pregnant the first time that I was, that I tried while ovulating, And so I thought, well, why was it so easy the first time? Why is it so much harder now? Like, (laughs) what the heck? Um, Saw my doctor, because it had been about six, seven months, and she said, well, it's an ultrasound, to make sure that you are, in fact, cycling properly. Just make sure that that part of your body is functioning properly, and we'll get a semen sample from your husband, which ended up never happening, because they found out that I was, in fact ovulating properly and they're like well if still nothing in three to six months come back and we'll have to do something that I can't remember what it's even called but we'll look into essentially flushing out my fallopian tubes is basically what it would have been mm-hmm. um and I'm like super and just, well <laughs> you know that shouldn't often often very often women get pregnant after that happens um, it's, it, it's not flushing them out, but like they, they inject a dye to make sure that everything's yeah, it's it's really called enough. an HSG. Right. And that process essentially flushes out blockage basically. Yeah. Um, and she's like, and you know, usually that works. Um, so he kept trying and then our friends said, Hey, you want to come with us to Vegas? And we're like, sure. We haven't gone on a vacation in uh, 12 years, so sure, <laughs> <laughs> why not, um, and as it turns out, not everything that happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, so um, <laughs> came home, and about two weeks later, um, had some real emotional surges, some real, like, I want to punch a wall moments, and thought, maybe I should take a test, because this is not me. This is not, I don't usually have these fits where I feel like I need to punch a wall out of nowhere. Like that's strange. Um, almost like I'm putting a patio in with my husband, but otherwise I don't usually get those feelings. So, um, yeah. So end of March. So this, you know, what had the miscarriage September of 2017. And then now end of March this year, we had a positive pregnancy test and. um Still, so far so good I'm 27 weeks pregnant now and um but it's still very hard to believe (laughs) it's still even this far along because I mean I think once you've had it happen to you you always you know that the reality is anything can happen at any time Mm -hmm. and like guard is up absolutely every time every appointment um some days I'll feel myself getting real worked up. And then I remember, oh, I have an appointment today. That's why I'm feeling this way. Cause I'm just nervous and terrified. And every appointment so far, it's been, everything's great. Everything's normal. And we just keep looking at each other like, what is that? We don't know what that feels like. Cause it was so normal. So, so not normal. So soon the first time. and this time, actually, I had spotting like around the exact same time.
0: Oh goodness! Um,
1: like seven, seven weeks, three, four days, um, which terrified the crap out of me. And so I called the next day. I said, "This happened the first time we had a miscarriage. I would like to come in for an ultrasound." I said, "Okay, well, let's." This time they had me come in and take my take my blood to check my age my to check my hCG levels to make sure that they were doubling properly. Mm -hmm. Um, So the level that it came back at initially was encouraging enough where they wanted me to come back 48 hours later and do it again. And then if it was going on in the right direction, they would schedule an ultrasound because at that point they would say, yes, it's the numbers are going as they should. Therefore, in theory, your baby should still be functioning. And if they're is a heartbeat, we should be able to detect it at this point in your pregnancy. Um, And so everything numbers-wise was indicating that there should be a detectable heartbeat. Um, So we went in at eight weeks, I think, just shy of eight weeks for an ultrasound. And I mean, we're just sitting there like, okay, okay, she's like, oh, okay, here's the baby, here's the yolk sac, here's the, I'm like, that's cool, get to the, get to, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and then you, and then she's like, oh, do you see that flashing, I'm like, what's the, what does that mean, the flashing, she's like, oh, that's the heartbeat, it's like, wait, there's a heartbeat, she's like, yeah, there's a heartbeat, it's flashing, because we had never seen that before, we don't know what we're looking at, we're like, what, um, and of course, when you're that, <laughs> when you're not that far along, you know, they don't, they can't so they hear it. Um, so you, all you can do is just see it. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, that settles my nerves a little bit, but I'd still like to hear it. Um, and so we were just kind of relieved at that point and yay, like heartbeat. And then, um, then my 12 week visit, my doctor had actually said, looking back at the ultrasound text notes, it looks like you had, of course, again, don't remember what it's called, but some kind of a hemorrhage. Within my cervix, that as I as the uterus was starting or in time a uterus as my uterus was starting to to expand, it just kind of like popped itself out, and showed up as spotting. So it was like some kind of like a clot or hemorrhage, that or it was a clot as a result of a hemorrhage that just came out, and I thought it was spotting and freaked out. And she's like, no, completely normal. That happens all the time. <laughs> So this is the spotting that happens all the time. Not the one that I had before. God. Oh
0: my God. (laughs) That would just terrify me. I know. I can only imagine.
1: To have it like at the exact same Uh time. And this is not, this is not no good, no bueno. Um, And then of course we both at that point were like, if this has happened again, if we've lost the baby again, you know, then we would both, we really both want to have, would would have to take time to evaluate, do we want to move forward again? Because it does take such an emotional toll on you. And I'm, you know, not getting younger and it took so much time the second time and my body just isn't as um, receptive. I don't even know if that's a thing, but um, the older that I get and yeah, so we, you know, every now I had genetic counseling, because again, geriatric slash, Advanced maternal age. Slash, my doctor said that even the word "elder" pregnancy would show up on my insurance claim. Possibly, I'm like I, I, elder. Like <laughs> I'm 37. I'm not. Okay, thank you. Um, some man somewhere made up that generic terminology. Um, yeah, and um, had the genetic counseling. Talked all about all kinds of fun things. Um, my husband is adopted from Korea, so we don't have no medical history of his. And so part of it was we were actually, we were hoping we would do that anyway, because I'm just kind of curious what things you should be looking out for, things that we should just be aware of um, that could come up at some point. And um, did the five, the five chromosome thing mm-hmm. test for the blood and, um, then we also had an ultrasound, at which point the, the tech kind of looks at us and says, I'm, I'm 13 weeks at this point. I'm not that far along. I also have a retroverted uterus where generally the um, overhead ultrasounds don't really pick up very much until my, my uterus has popped out, which apparently it had at that point. So are you guys going to find out gender? So yeah, I mean, we took the blood test, like we're planning on it. Said, so, okay, well, I can just tell you right now. I'm like, what do you mean? You're 13 weeks. What do you mean, you can tell me right now. And she's like, can "You really want to know?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want to know." And she's like, pulls up a picture of the pelvis," and I'm like, "Oh, so it's a boy." Okay. 13
0: weeks. Yes. Oh yeah. my
1: gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. She's like, "You can't." She's like, "You cannot mistake that." She's like, <laughs> <laughs> "She's like, I, I hate being wrong. I would not have offered if I didn't absolutely know
0: Oh, that, that's that was too
1: funny." Kid. And then I had. My, like, so I had my genetic testing, and then I had my 12-week appointment at actually, I think, like, 14 and a half weeks. Um, And she's like, "So, do you guys want to know?" And we're like, "Yeah, we know it's a boy." She's like, "How you know it's a boy?" I'm like, "Well, because we had the ultrasound and like we could see." She goes, "Okay, well, (laughs) blood tests are more accurate." I said, "Okay, what does the blood test (laughs) say?" She's like, "Well, it's a boy." (laughs) (laughs) She's like, "I just wanted to be the one to tell you that." that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> and she, you know, <laughs> I mean, you can't mistake a woman having Y chromosomes in her blood. Like you can't screw that up. Like that, yeah. You know, um, and yeah. So that's so we've had just like normal, quote unquote, regular appointments. And um, I mean, I I know that normal is relative, and you know, what is normal. But I mean, just the fact that everything is like on track is still kind of crazy and. I mean, we're obviously very excited, and we're very happy, and we has still... Has it sunk in?
0: Like, has it sunk in yet?
1: <sighs> um, I mean, we've... Yes, yeah. I mean, we have... Um, we finally, like, went in and cleared out the nursery. I mean, I'm 27 weeks. Like, we got to chop-chop on this. I um, can't keep being in denial for that much longer, because
0: <laughs> I'll yeah. be in
1: the hospital pretty soon, giving birth before I realize it. And, uh, yeah, so we started clearing out the nursery. We had, like, a diaper party, and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so how do you
0: feel? How do you feel with all of those? I'm just like kind of comparing to like, me.
1: <laughs> well, so we threw our own diaper keg party. Um, mm-hmm. and it was, it, it was very surreal. Like this is happening to us. Like people are here for us. People are here celebrating the fact that we're having a baby, which is, I mean, we've, we've waited 12, almost 12 years for this, which yeah. is and, and I say 12 years because even though we didn't start trying right away, we always knew we wanted kids. Um, and so it's like, Oh, okay. Like they're here for us. Like this is for our baby. Like they're giving us things for our kid that isn't even here yet. And like we, we, um, my husband is a big star Wars fan. I like star Wars as well, but he's a pretty big star Wars fan. Um, and so like the nursery has a star Wars theme and we like, I, you know, I'm, I'm also like a complete total nerd and um, bought like matching Star Wars shirts for us to wear at this party because that's what you do. Like when you're pregnant, you, you wear, I mean, I remember seeing from like your Instagram, like anytime you can, you wear a shirt talking about yeah. how you're pregnant. Like, yep. <laughs> you know, w- with words across your uterus, like that's, you know, that's, you do that as much as you possibly can because um, you're like, I earned this damn it um and uh yeah it's just yeah it's still very it shouldn't be strange like i can feel him moving all the time he's you know i'm trying to work and he's like jabbing me and i'm like dude i cannot focus right now cuz you were
0: making <laughs> me like stop
1: um not stop i want i want to know you're there
0: yeah keep going keep going like, but ow <laughs> i want to make
1: sure you, i want to make sure you're okay but wow that was really distracting and i'm trying to do my job here um but it's it's so I I work in a school I'm a sign language interpreter at a high school and we went back to work um, today and I had s- several kids just kind of walk up to me and look at me like um like should I ask her yeah like. <laughs> Cause I mean, it's not, I can't hide it anymore. It's pretty obvious. Like it's, I have, I have a belly. I'm not, I, know, I wasn't a small person to begin with. Like I'm, I've always, I've been a plus size for years. Um, but thus far I've been straight up belly and, uh, which is not what I expected at all. I'm grateful, but not what I expected at all. And, uh, you know, the kids are running up to me, and I think that they want to say hi to me, and they're excited to see me after all the summer, and they just run right up, and they put their hands on my belly, which I don't, I totally don't even care about, but, yeah, like, okay, what am I, chopped liver? Like, hello, you haven't seen me all summer. They're like, yeah, we don't care about you. Is Is the baby moving? So, they're super into it, which is just, Surreal, very because they've been asking me for years when are you gonna have kids? When are you gonna have kids? You're gonna have the most cute mixed baby ever. Like, like thanks. You've never met my husband, you don't know what he looks like. You know, you're just assuming <laughs> he's also a good looking fella. Like, you just assume. um, but they um, yeah, it's 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 all very happy and very exciting and very like, oh my gosh, like this is my life. But then it's also like my first trimester was fine. I didn't I did not puke once, which shocked me because I am the most sensitive person, like stomach wise, that I I mean I I get sick at the littlest things. And so I thought for sure I'd have like the worst morning sickness. But I I did, but I was just like super nauseous. Like I never actually like had to go puke or anything. And um and it was, you know. I had a friend of mine from college um, who um, right after the miscarriage, she said to me, when you do get pregnant again, do not feel bad for feeling miserable and don't feel bad for complaining about how miserable you feel. Don't feel like you should just be grateful to be pregnant. Like you can feel miserable because it's miserable. And it's okay to, to let yourself say, I feel like crap today and not just feel like you can't say anything because you, you, you should just be thankful that you got pregnant again. Um, I always called it gratefully miserable. Like I know that the way I feel and you know how cruddy I felt because I, the first pregnancy I didn't feel, I had, I had no sickness at all. And so I know that morning sickness is just an indication that he's growing, that the hormones are spreading, that like things are happening. And I know that that just means that it's all going in the right direction, but mm-hmm. I also know people who have had miscarriages who felt terrible. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> it, so it's trying not to, especially around people for other friends of mine who have gone through loss and have not carried a full-term pregnancy. And trying to be really aware of.
0: What you say? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it makes you you very, very like compassionate towards others. Yeah, it does.
1: And at the same time, you're like, but oh my gosh, Mm
0: -hmm. I feel terrible. Mm -hmm. But also,
1: like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry that you never get that. You have never been able to feel this crappy. I don't even know. Like, it's a weird thing to say.
0: No, I think I think. (laughs) We get it. Like, I get yeah. it. I want 100% get it. I actually just told Matt the other day that mm-hmm. uh, when we start trying again, mm-hmm. I am feeling very odd about it because mm-hmm. I am scared to death, just like of I course. was trying after, you know, all of our miscarriages. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I also – so i can scared in two different ways. I'm almost scared that it's going to just happen for us, and mm-hmm. then I'm going to be that person that it just, like – happened for Mm -hmm. and I hate those people (laughs) (laughs) Uh, or I'm gonna have it happen again and I don't want either of those and I'm like in a like I just my mindset is so weird about the situation
1: (laughs) for sure for sure I mean it's well right I mean because I I feel bad talking to my friends who have had multiple children, multiple pregnancies, whether they've had a loss or not, even just talking to like my mom friends who have been through pregnancies, even just telling them about my experience being pregnant, I'm very careful about because like I lost quite a bit of weight in my first trimester because I just was eating tiny meals and not very many of them. And I, just hit my pre pregnancy weight again like two weeks ago. So I feel bad telling my, like, I don't, like, I'm not like, hey, guess what? But I mean, like, when it comes up, like, oh, like, you look really great. You look so great. Like, you don't even look like you've gained like, any how weight. How much weight and I'm like,
0: have you gained? Yeah.
1: <laughs> None. I haven't. I mean, ugh. like, I did, but I didn't. Like, I lost it all first and then I gained it back. And now I'm gaining on top of that, but not really that much sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, sorry that you gained a lot. I don't, uh, I mean, everyone's different. Like even if you do your best, you eat well, you take care of yourself while you're pregnant. Like you could still like, just genetically, you could just still retain a lot more water than the next person. Like everyone gains and whatever differently in their pregnancies. And my doctor even said, just, like, you probably aren't going to notice a huge, like, you're not going to notice A lot of weight gain till probably your third trimester like it's pretty normal to be kind of slowly gaining you know I'm like I just you know that's not at all what I thought I thought I would just be like all over blobby like (laughs) gaining it all over the place when really it's been pretty much my I'm still wearing my my wedding ring which my goal is I'd love to keep that on as long as I can (laughs) because I know a lot of people (laughs) don't make it very long (laughs) and their fingers just explode especially summer pregnancies mm-hmm. um but we're due in December so maybe that will be in my favor my fingers won't swell up as easily I don't know but um <laughs> it's such a superficial thing but it's like I feel like I feel naked without it I don't like not having it on like yeah I want to wear it and um yeah so it's very it is very um still surreal which doesn't make any sense I have my glucose test on Thursday which I'm like all right, well, this is real, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and then, of course, worrying about passing that, and which mm-hmm. is so bizarre, because um, my husband's a diabetic, so, like, oh, okay. would that be great if we both have to start pricking ourselves every day, like, that would suck, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, cool, um, hopefully not, hopefully the, the way that we have to, you know, live, lifestyle wise food and stuff for him is in my favor but um, yeah it's still very I don't I feel like I keep saying the only word I can think of is like surreal surreal
0: no yeah
1: just very like this is our life yeah
0: yeah it it probably didn't feel like it was gonna happen that's why it feels that way after loss it's like so hard to feel like it's gonna happen again
1: uh, well, right. Cause every time been a you, year and a half yeah.
0: too, you know, a year a lot. Right. So yeah. Right. I can, and I can to
1: imagine. And to get the positive test and I mean, every, you know, and anyone who has been through it knows you get the positive test and it's like immediately you're planning that life. Uh-huh. like Immediately. Well, if it's a girl, which we name it, if it's a boy, what should we should name it. What kind of nursery should we have? Who are the godparents going to be? Like you immediately start planning the life and mm-hmm. And then to just have that, cause it's like, you know, away. well, right. And I get it. Like damn I damn
0: Pinterest, man,
1: oh my God. <laughs> right. that thing has ruined and saved lives. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. No, I had a, I had like a secret board the first pregnancy and then I like never went back to so it. So did like, I. Before. Yeah. And then I went back to it when I got pregnant this time, but like way later, like I waited till like 12, 13, 14 weeks. Yeah, And I'm like, oh, I should probably delete some of this stuff now that I know it's a boy, first of all. And, you know, because I've always – I mean, again, like, here I am thinking, like, censoring myself, like, oh, be careful what you say. But I've always pictured myself as a girl mom. I've always imagined myself that way as a girl mom. And, um, I mean, obviously, I'm now having had 14 weeks to let it settle and then I'm having a boy. Like, of course, I'm super excited about it. Like, I'm not – I'm like, oh, a boy? Now I don't want. I know. I mean, I'm. I, but it was kind of like a. Oh, I'm something for a girl because I love girly things. But who knows? Maybe mm-hmm. she wouldn't have been that way. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. And that's the thing is like, it's amazing to think about, which is something you think about when you see those lines. Is who are they gonna be like? Are mm-hmm. they gonna be like me? Are they gonna be like their dad? Are they gonna look more like me? I mean, who? I mean, it's just like a. You just. It's you might know and when the they when they yeah. get
0: pulled out and <laughs> like <laughs> not like put on your chest. It's yeah. the strangest thing after loss though. Like it really is. It? is. Okay. Because like you've had all this time to think about sure. this. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like a yeah. normal couple has like nine months, you know, they have nine months right. to think about it. Well, you've had years to think about this, you right. know? And so it's just yeah. this really, really as you would say, surreal. Like, Gosh, I know. Moment, dreamland, it's amazing. It's amazing.
1: Well, and you also haven't given yourself the nine months, so like it's almost like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's here. Like, I'm sure any woman who goes into labor, even though you know it's happening, still has that like ah, panic moment. But mm-hmm. also, um when you have had a loss, like you spend a very large chunk of the nine months, just worrying. Mm -hmm. And so not letting yourself enjoy what's happening, not letting yourself just be and accepting and planning. You still have to plan because otherwise the baby's going to come home to nothing. (laughs) So you still have to plan a little bit. And let yourself do that and have your doctor be like, it's okay to pick out nursery colors now. I mean, for your doctor to say that is like, okay, all right, fine. Um, But then, you know, you have even less time really to kind of mentally prepare yourself for it because you're spending so much time worrying about the next appointment and Mm -hmm. worrying if, oh, is that normal? Is that normal? Is that okay? Is that whatever I just felt? Is that real? Like, is that gas? (laughs) Whatever. because that's what it feels like in the beginning. <laughs> You're like, is that a kick or is that, did I eat something bad? Um But right, it's, you don't, you know, you've waited so long for it, not just nine months. And even when you are pregnant, you don't even really have the nine months because it's just all the worrying and... Um, You'll
0: finally be able to breathe. That's another thing. Oh, I my gosh. remember being like, oh, my gosh, he's here. Right. You know? Right. Right. So, yeah. I mean
1: until you hear the crying like yeah yeah before every appointment it's like I have this one giant breath that I'm still holding on to little parts of like Mm -hmm. I'm letting little parts of it go every appointment
0: Mm -hmm. but
1: it won't completely just like come out until he's here which
0: Mm -hmm.
1: will be you know just weird I'm sure just gonna be weird because there's I mean (laughs) from what I understand there's not really a whole lot that's just like beautiful and pretty about childbirth because, like, they're you know, I mean, it's 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 a very cool thing that we go through. It's a very cool thing that our bodies can do. But the actual, I mean, they're covered in gook. I mean, it's not a, a, a beautiful, pretty process. But it's still um, just the whole thing is just like this really, I mean, it's it's, an amazing it's crazy. Thing. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing. It's, it's just amazing that your body can like grow how your body there's a person in my uterus like what
0: like Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. um but also just it amazes me how your body knows when something isn't right like you know my doctor was saying that that soon in pregnancy it could be something where the where the um the fertilized egg didn't implant itself far enough into the cervix. And so it doesn't have any room to grow. Therefore it dies. Um, it could be a something of that, I mean, I hate to use the word simple, but as simple as that, like it's just a matter of where it ends up. And to think that our bodies just like, no, that something's not right.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: just, it's just, it's, but then to be like, how, how are you fitting this in here right now? Like, how is, how is there more room to grow right now? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I've already gone out as much as I can. And then, but it's going to go out farther. And that's, you know, just this, this thing is, it's just, it's just crazy. Uh, there's on, I don't even know like words. It's just crazy. It's, it's
0: just, just crazy. So, it really <laughs> is. yeah. Yes, so, yes. so you, you have like, quote unquote, like, I don't want to say like made it to the other side, but like I you're, you're, you know, you have your rainbow in your belly. You're almost in your third trimester. If you yeah. had any piece of advice for somebody going through loss who mm-hmm. is in a similar situation as you sure. right now, what would it be?
1: Um, the biggest thing for me was having a support system. Um, having and not just people who have been through it i mean does that help to have friends as terrible as that sounds because you have after going through it you never want anyone else in your life to go through it because it's terrible um but having friends who have experienced it who know exactly what you're going through um is exactly what you're going through, meaning that you've lost a child. Maybe they haven't gone through it in the same way but that they've lost a child. Um, um, and, and also, you know, as hard as it is on us and literally on our bodies, um, our spouses are also struggling. Um, and so while initially the focus is on me and getting myself to feel physically normal again, um, you know, I had to remind myself that, like, my husband went through something too, and it wasn't, you know, he was experiencing stuff. So checking in with him during the loss, but also, you know, talking talking to him about how he feels about appointments and how he feels about what's coming up. Um, and I think I learned the hard way through um, the the miscarriage, um, but there are just going to be some people in your life that just don't understand. And in fact, most of them won't understand, but that just don't understand that their support is not actually support and that they may no longer be of value in your life and that it's okay to say, I can't have you be part of my life right now or anymore because you're not what I need to go through this hurdle and then hopefully find joy on the other side. Um, and it's okay to say, I, I can't be in this relationship anymore. Preferably, hopefully, hopefully not with your spouse. I'm talking about specifically with friends, but, um, (laughs) um, but yeah, I think I, I had such an amazing support system. I had, I have a great village, um, uh, friends who have not been through it, who aren't in relationships, who have never tried getting pregnant, um, And friends who have been through it, friends who have, who have uh, kids and have been through it, um, who just have been really great and supportive and, um, some friends don't always know what to say, but they mean well, and you know that. And then some friends know exactly what to say or not to say. And that's also helpful. So I think the key thing is just finding your people and finding your village and also checking in with your spouse and making sure that you guys stay like a team throughout the whole
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that advice. If somebody wants to reach out to you, Sarah, is Instagram the best way? Yeah. Instagram or Facebook Um,
1: Instagram. I am, (laughs) I don't, I think I'm at Sarah with an H E flu, P F L U G H. Um, And on Facebook, it's just Sarah flu. Search me and uh, send me a message. Let me know you heard this. And that's how you're reaching out to me. Um, (laughs) I'm not like, who's this person? I don't know who this person is. (laughs) Um, Because, I mean, I've always said that this isn't a pretty topic. It's not a light topic. But I never, ever want anyone in my life or a friend of a friend or anyone to ever feel like they have to go through it alone because they feel like they have no one to talk to about it. Mm Because that's, like, the most devastating thing is to – have to hold in how you feel because it's terrible. It's a terrible mm-hmm. thing and you and everyone should be allowed to have someone they can go to and just say, is this how, is this normal to feel this way? However you feel is normal, period. <laughs> However you feel about your loss is normal. And I hope that you have someone that you can talk to about it.
0: Yeah. I agree and as always you guys I will link her social media in the description of this episode thank you so much Sarah
1: thank you for having me on this is I love what you're doing and I love I love having this I love that there's a community that is starting to grow and rapidly expand because it's very needed and it's a very important topic
0: totally agree thank you so much thank you